0: Really, I mean tight, tight, yeah, tight. Ah, you know. uh, uh, okay. Me take, mama. Take, Me mama.
1: Take four. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Fuck.
0: No. Well, these are the ones we're gonna keep. This yeah. is the new, <laughs>
1: new intro. Like it's gold. <laughs> cool. it it.
0: It's gold, right. Welcome to Get Your Shine Box. Uh, not an advice show. Not a show. Not a re-movie, A removie. Oh Christ. And <laughs> let's start again. <laughs> Holy smokes. Take nine. Right. Welcome. Oh my god, this cost is so much money welcome to get your <laughs> shine box uh money <laughs> is this there
1: is the no money, money we're not going to be making from like the exactly. ads we're going to do later no. this is
0: not an by show it is not a movie review show it is uh usually a couple of dads just talking uh, brothers of talking about movies we watch growing up and how they influence us nowadays but this week we are pleased as punch because we have one of our dearest and greatest and longest friends. Longest? You're really long. Uh, his... well, the
1: rack was cruel to him. But, I mean, you can see the, the benefit. So. There it is. Yeah,
0: We uh, we want to welcome onto the show our dear good friend, Ross Smith, who is incidentally also designed, played, and orchestrated our intro and outro music. Ross, welcome. I love you're oh. talking about
1: long longest friends. Sorry, just a quick caveat yeah. to this because we, we, we yeah. are going to talk about a movie today where a, yeah. like a long friend. Yeah. Was kind of one of the central gags. <laughs> and I'm thinking like, that's, that's, a,
0: that's a nice tie. That is, yeah, yeah, anyway. That, that that's for fun. me was the most relatable part of the movie. Well, <laughs> being your lost <loving> friend. <laughs> well, well, he wasn't. He wasn't a friend though. He was more of uh, a hired acquaintance. Yeah, uh, and he yeah. seemed so pissed off about being there. He was pretty. He
1: was pretty. Like, bored. He was really put
0: out. Yeah, yeah. No I mean, and he was getting drunk with my cool. mom. Oh, I know,
1: foreign <laughs> Wang. <laughs> Yeah. Sorry, Strange Wang. Strange Wang, that like the uh, you know Mackenzie Brothers movie <laughs> of the of the porn genre.
0: I'm pretty sure Strange Wang did one of the songs on the soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's like the side op project for like one of the guys from Wang Chung, so he just kind of yep. like stepped out and Strange Wang. Strange
0: Wang, Wang. can uh, we get that fact check? Can we fact check yeah. that, please?
1: Uh, well, someone's going to, and we going to hear a lot. This song of is yes co- in the comments.
0: This song yeah. is called Dance Hall Nights. Oh! <laughs> oh flip, the, flip the script. Flip the script. They really went out there on a limb. <laughs> oh no! So, so Ross, um, you are a, a dear friend. Like I said, a dear, dear friend. A deer uh, and a friend. A deer and okay. a friend. He's like the
1: Bambi. A deer and a headlights. He's like, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, a little bit. I do. I do feel mostly like in most situations in life, like a deer in the headlights. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so, um, you you introduced uh, this film into our catalog here, uh, sure, which is had, which is so wonderful. What what what? Well, before we get into this, well, step back a second. Like, let's let's step talk off. about let's talk about Ross. Step oh, holy
1: shit. Step right into this, and like I just give, want to get this over. Give that one listener <laughs> an opportunity to get his fucking bearings. All right. So, Ross Smith, tell us a little bit about yourself. So, you're yeah. obviously a musician. You did great music for the podcast. Yeah. How do you know these two mopes, being my brother and
0: myself? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, since I am your one listener, um, I'm not, <laughs> wicked. I don't we know f- if fucking I. We're up need our demographics a on this yeah. episode. Damn it. It's, it's a real Ouroboros kind of situation. So, <laughs> um, how do I know you guys uh, from yeah. childhood? I, so, I think we all met around the ages of. Twelve to thirteen, and I yep. think you guys had just moved to Saint Albert, correct? Hmm. And uh, if for some reason somebody out there is like, "What is a Saint Albert?" Um, <laughs> it is a <laughs> uh, a suburb uh, north of yeah. Edmonton, Alberta. Um, but you can't tell anyone from Saint Albert that it's a suburb because Saint Albert existed longer. All I know Earlier, is you do better than Sherwood Park. Like that's that's yeah. the one
1: rivalry that exists out of our that's little right. shithole that's town. That's the asshole. We yeah, have in in area. Fuck those yeah.
0: guys. <laughs> Sherwood Park is our- You suck, subject. you sure
1: would. If someone yeah. would visit your town.
0: No, I know. God, yeah. I fucking Bunch of jerks, pretentious yeah. assholes name all your streets for birds. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> suck it, Tweety. Yeah, it's on. It's on, it's on a big fight. Uh, God, can uh, we start random... rivalry
1: right now? Can we just like phone <laughs> someone from Sherwood Park that we know and just no haze the shit out of them? Fuck you. Yeah. No kidding. There was a time
0: many years ago. I was in uh, London, England, mm. and went to see the Tragically Hip. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it was, a, it, was a, it was a surprise thing. And we went to mm. see it. And, and of course, the place was full of Canadians. Yeah. And when I was standing oh, yeah. in line for a beer, I heard these guys talking to each other, like, "Hey, where are you from? I'm from Alberta. Hey, I'm from Alberta. We're in Alberta. I'm from Sherwood Park. I'm from Sherwood Park." And I started did you punch them both? Behind them? Oh, yeah. I was, okay. and, well, I was... just throat. <laughs> How's your beer going down? Yeah, I turned to them and basically was like, "You, you, you kill my father, prepare to die." Looking, well, no you noticed the six fingers and thought, "This is probably my move." <laughs> and I threw their bodies from the catwalk to the stage, oh, and Gord so Downey never dark. missed a beat. He just, he just kept singing. Yeah, I met you guys through theater. Yeah, uh, we did. We did a lot of theater yes, in yes. those days. That's what kept us off the mean streets of St. Albert. No. uh you know what's funny ross the um the, the biggest impression you ever made on my mother seriously and she, she uh, never honestly was, was being the longest child? friend you ever had no <laughs> no you just would engage her in music and she just <laughs> no 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 oh, it was sorry. it was another incident it was um, oh, um and no, she, she brings us up ad oh, nauseum and fine. you'll you'll get it. Oh, Okay, son of a bitch i'm already sick. so oh my god so so she she constantly recalls whenever she's had like a couple of wine I, I hope she never ends this. No what she talks about is coming home one day to our Dorchester oh, home, fuck yeah. wandering down the hallway, opening her master bedroom door, and seeing you in a half wolfman costume in <laughs> bed. Shit. Oh, yeah. Out of, of uh, Mike Mike Schultz. Mike Schultz. <laughs> I I have to say the ending of that story turned out much better than I expected it to. Yeah. <laughs> but, but there's no proof that that
1: tape oh, has that tape somehow eluded dis- us right right, right the right. memories are there that was a really great you know little set of vignettes and i think it yeah. sort of feeds into like a couple different passions right so we we're all theater folk we like yeah. to act yeah and then you know as we start to get more into film and film becomes more accessible and you see the films you like and you sort of like start to steer yourself in a certain direction I think that we like naturally gravitated to this idea, and I mean, some some guys actually really ran with it quite well, like you know, looking at Goodman and uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, Sean and you know guys who actually just went on to study film.
0: I have a slight bone to pick with you guys. Oh shoot, that's great. Listening to previous podcasts. Yep. Oh, one the inaccuracies. They live. They live as a stone cold classic. <laughs> <laughs> I will no. Rook, no, no. Okay. Okay. What's is, the last ooh, time you watched? Yeah, I
1: was gonna say. Yeah.
0: No, it's, I'm sure it's not a Stone Cold classic, but I do really enjoy it. I think there is a, there is a different thing, you know, about whether a movie is good or bad is, is, Mm. is one question. But like, what I I feel like for now, like the thing for me is, is, is something about that movie memorable? And that to me is a bigger win Mm. for a movie, regardless of its quality versus um, is it technically sort of well-made or, or what have you? Mm -hmm. And, and this is something, again, I will discuss a little bit as we, as we, uh, go into, uh, further discussions about uh, this cinematic gem. Um, but, um, because like, if you think about They Live, like those things that you guys do point out that you're like, well, this is great. Like the, the fight scene is iconic. People remember it always. Totally. The, the, the design, the makeup design, uh, is pretty immortalized because of um, Shepherd Fairy uh, taking the obey thing and turning it into. I mean, I don't know if John Carpenter made any money off Shepherd Fairy's oh, no. stealing of his idea. Definitely not. But no. um, you'd have
1: to watch the movie to catch it to know that it was done. Like probably once John Carpenter side is like, whoa.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, and 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 so I think those things have have outlasted. Yeah, you know the the shortcomings of of the movie, and I think the fact that like in the mid '80s that it is a very direct uh, oh critique uh, critique of of oh, yeah. capitalism at the height of American conservatism. Yeah, be- running the show like the Reagan Bush years. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, and that the movie was a pretty big hit. Like I think that that is also you know pretty um, pretty great. So. The is problem it is to movie? watch that
1: against uh, Big Trouble in Little China. So, I mean, when we went yeah, from okay. that, it was like, okay, well, this, this kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm like, look, I've got lots of things I want to say about it, but none yeah. of them are really positive. And I kind of want to have <laughs> some fun. <laughs> yeah, that's so, right. So, so then yeah. to go to a really fun film, you're like, oh, my yeah. God, like, same director? Yeah. Like, really? And then just the agility. Uh, yeah. of being able to deliver those lines competently. Like it, it's yeah. just, it was such a different experience. So yeah. for sure, there's lots of stuff in isolation. You can kind of go, yes, they live. Like it's got some merits, no question, Yeah, but not not next to Big Trouble
0: Middle Little Child. Yeah. Um, also, hmm. over a couple of episodes, <laughs> you guys, yeah, no, no, this one is it's just perfect. about- oh How do we-, how how we You're a blowing blow this.
1: Here. No kidding. How do Are I end this connection?
0: Quickly. This is, uh, you're a, you guys can... refer m- many times yeah. to Helen Shaver. Yeah. Oh, in talking about when in fact the actor that you're talking about is Meg Foster and not oh, Helen Shaver. That. Uh, well, she changed she her was, name, her stage name is Helen Shaver. Well, did you know that? Oh no <laughs> my god,
1: she has a quick like identity change of shaves,
0: and then because that's so that's how the last yeah. name yeah. got incorporated to the Foster. Go ahead. I'm sure that. the only person that cares about that is either Helen Shaver <laughs> or Meg Foster Aren't if they're they the listening. <laughs> They're one of the same. They're of the same mold.
1: They have the same agent, anyway. That's it. Because that guy's getting them work. Yeah, they are out there keeping it real.
0: They are. I, I mean, you just in in these conversations alone have raised both their IMDb (laughs) hot meters like through (laughs) the
1: roof. So, so I love that we've already like. Thank God we've started off saying this isn't a movie review, (laughs) you know, because we have zero credibility. (laughs) Yeah i th- radical inactive. Tell you, I caught another thing the other day when we were What's talking that? about Masters of the Universe and oh, we were yeah. talking about Charlie and the music shop. Oh and yeah. I, I fuck blew it into going like Charlie was the name of the boyfriend, like the guy who oh, does yeah. like nah. Tom Paris. Yeah. And I'm like, shit. And then it kind of recorrects itself because you I think you were kind of like, you're doing this terribly and guided me back <laughs> to being correct. i like, I did it with my eyes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no kidding. I sort of did like a, well, like, a like I a, thought that was the shit. Like where you were just like, fucking shut up. <laughs> So yeah, anyway, yeah, we got yes. back on track. But th- yeah. thanks for catching that and embarrassing us right now yeah. here on our I'm own podcast. <laughs> beautiful.
0: This has been my role in your lives always. <laughs> can we, can always, We, it's we make true, sure
1: Never to book Ross again. And can you get the old version of the music and then go back and edit it <laughs> and put that shit back in? Truthfully, I actually love the music. I mean, yeah. I I don't. I know you wanted to do it for like process and stuff and, and making it like upgraded because it was just a placeholder, but I always thought it was like such a great, like kind of fun start effort. So I don't- It fits oh, yeah. our personality. No, nice. it, it does. It's very yeah. good. No, you're, yeah. you're great. Yeah. You I enjoy. mean, this is what friends do. They talk and, about the greatness. I know, but I have a couple of notes. I don't shame them. Yet. Okay. Yeah, I have some notes
0: about them. Can I'm you tell them my... to get
1: his shine box so, now? Yeah. yeah. Save you? Later?
0: I, I stole your joy. I apologize. <laughs> Uh, okay well let's let's Let launch into the movie. absorb yeah.
1: tears like if i just <laughs> to rub a little and it's not gonna to sound too hot i think i think we're at like a half hour eight and we haven't even great haven't so there's a the movie yet. at the end of this so <laughs> right. gets only
0: only people that know the three of us and are like what are those assholes up to now are even listening at this point like That's it's true. <laughs> or the diehard. Bachelor Party fans. Yeah. Oh Spoilers. I guess we hadn't talked about <laughs> it. I've not
1: talked about it.
0: We, we've alluded to it lots, but we haven't actually
1: said what movie it is yet. So well, this
0: week's movie yeah. is comedy classic featuring Tom Hanks mm. Bachelor Party. So yeah. Ross, how did you land on this one? What was the what was the big impetus? Yeah. Well, I I I gave it a surprising amount of thought uh to have arrived at such a terrible movie. But the I was thinking about all the different kinds of movies that we watched. Uh, as kids and often together and you know it, it it was a combination always of like limited selection at dinky video stores yeah versus things that we'd seen a million times and just knew had inherent value uh, like to us uh whether they were good or bad or whatever and so oftentimes, that would be like a horror movie like yeah. evil dead 2 or something like that yes oh we're uh, know what it's yeah important. yeah so like it was really hard to sort of narrow it down but then I thought Bachelor Party would be an interesting selection a because I've always uh been a fan of tom hanks hmm. and uh b because I think it's uh fairly emblematic uh though not entirely so of this whole subgenre oh, yeah. of sort of rowdy sex comedies, <laughs> yeah, which really I think we're at their peak in the eighties, oh yeah though they do reemerge pretty strongly in the 90s and early 2000s as well yeah oh yeah well, um, even
1: when we were watching this it was sort of commenting like you know it's just like watching um animal house well animal house for one for yeah. sure so it seems like a bit of a hash of that but also the hangover oh. like how this is almost like oh you know, there's all those yeah. archetypes and yeah. all these guys who kind of you know they've co- kind of cookie cut in and yeah. then found spots for in sort of more modern context
0: mm. yeah and so I was thinking a lot about like hey, how how was it that as a as a child, because I'm sure I saw this movie. Now it's hard, it's hard to remember because you're thinking back so many years. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure I can conflate 1984 with 1989 very easily, but I probably did see the movie several times in there. But the but the reality is that you know we watched all kinds of inappropriate films. Oh yeah, oh, in yeah, those ages, sure. and probably, I think yeah. part of it was like just the excitement of having home video. Which yeah, was still yes. a relatively new thing. Absolutely, like yeah. I can remember, in the very early '80s, we used to go to this um, uh, uh, like electronic store that was in the Grandin Mall, mm. and we used to get video discs, which is a format that I don't think a lot of people actually remember. It like predates. It, it's sort of like laser disc, but it's oh. it's it's more like an LP, really. Oh. It actually so is so a LaserDisc, disc, that, though, wasn't it? No. Well, I mean, maybe, well, but I mean, the, the size laser disc was yeah, played with think, a laser, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And these were like platters, like the size of records, yeah. And you, and they had like the movie poster art on the outside, yeah. and you feed them into a machine, and you'd have to f- actually flip it over halfway, like an album or like a cassette. Oh,
1: <laughs> get your Victrola out and just crank it to make sure it goes. Is this a gramophone? Yeah. Are you? <laughs> yeah. How
0: old are you? <laughs> And, and, and so this 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 film or this film this format yeah. uh uh like is gone within like two years and then everybody's yeah. got VHS or beta. Yeah and who is uh, the slick
1: salesman who got that into your household? Like just <laughs> let me tell you it about was the, the future. The only, oh, okay, it yeah. was
0: the only <laughs> thing available, and I can remember certain specific things like going to the store and thing seeing things that like I was terrified of, like um. Like oh. uh, the fog. Speaking of John Carpenter, the oh fog. sure, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, yeah, the nice. cover for the fog, or yeah. this movie called Future Kill. Do you remember that? Yes, one? Oh, I do. I yeah. Yeah. This Future weird Killed. like android. Yeah. It's I think it's an yeah. H.R. Geiger painting on the cover. Yeah, and it's stuff got like a that was like various in his head. Like he yeah, had like a mohawk yeah. and yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think I've ever actually seen the film, but I just remember being terrified of the poster when I was a kid. Yeah. Um. But then like I remember at like birthday parties like having garbage like uh, Condor Man or Caveman Caveman with uh, Rico. Can we watch Condor Man too? Oh my god oh yeah okay we washed the
1: shit out of condor man we did yeah. sorry right. and caveman was a great one too that's uh um, yeah. yeah yeah Ringo star uh your
0: yeah. your hunter of the, hunter future. the future Oh, the yeah He's masculine, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The drink beast this blood it will make yeah. you stronger yeah remember your oh uh condor man uh is uh starred stars uh the phantom of the opera himself michael crawford correct yes i remember that yeah
1: actually that's that's where i fell in love with porsches truthfully because they've got that whole group yeah because they have that whole group of guys that are pursuing condor man because he's got his one car that he's got the jalopy but there's the there's like five porsches they're five and 11s and there's a 936 uh that's got kind of the cool one the guy the villain has that steel eye
0: yes that's already more than
1: I remember about that movie. Oh, yeah. Well, because he would flip his visor up and then like, yeah. eye you?" and then you would piss your pants and then he would drive away. Like he was so scary. It was, and he had he was an artist. Condorman wasn't was a comic book artist. That's right. He designed oh. Condor Man. He designed then, Condor
0: Man. and uh, Natalia, the uh, the female lead. Oh yeah. boy. Oh. oh, I gotta watch wow. Perkley. <laughs> okay, I think I've just given you guys another episode. There so. <laughs> is
1: this on Disney. <gasps> it is. We, it it is would Disney. be. I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, uh, yeah, I,
0: you're right. It's probably on Disney Plus. Yeah. Are we doing? Which this is so? where is we found Bachelor Party. The very what the family fuck friendly. What was that doing on Disney? The oh very family friendly bachelor. The oh mouse is God. out of the house oh in that place. Like Jeez. there was a lot of
1: wiener. That's, that's Nick oh. the Dick right there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. The dick. yeah. Okay. Ross, yes. Run the synopsis. Two minutes or less.
1: Two Give minutes us that brief synopsis that yeah. has been the hallmark of this show. Because yeah. already we're okay. at brevity.
0: I mean, we're, I don't know how we're going to fill this thing. Oh, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't even got into it. It's 40 minutes. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, so this um, classic—some uh, some may say tragic comedy. Um, <laughs> no one, no one said it. Let's have it, basically. You know, you know what's funny is I'm I'm looking at the synopsis on Wikipedia, and it I, and it occurs to me I don't remember any of the characters' names. That's how memorable they are. Um, well, Rick, is all so Rick-, yeah, Rick and Debbie.
1: The, yeah. it's all if you knew two people, no, sorry, three people. So Rick, Debbie, yeah. and Cole. So you've got protagonist, love interest, yeah,
0: and asshole. Okay. Oh, yeah okay there you go and okay. adrian's met um <laughs> and and the american ninja yeah, yeah so yeah. so we ninja, so this, this is the story of rick yeah. who apparently his last name is gasco yes. i don't think we ever there's a play on that somewhere
1: right like yeah. there's a limerick that's going to be made with yeah. his last name like gasco. once was a man named glass G- G- gasco who liked to be touched on the. <laughs> keep gasco. going please i'm Eliza. sorry I'm like, um, No. No, okay.
0: killed so, so this, this guy is a bus driver and, uh, the, the film opens in front of a Catholic school. Uh, it looks to be like an all boys school and here comes Rick, uh, to pick up all the kids, to take them home from school. And we know immediately what's, what the tone of the movie is. Cause Rick is sassy with a, with a crusty old nun. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, and then the kids pile into the, uh, into the bus and immediately all hell breaks loose on the bus yeah. and you see that Rick, playboy it, yeah, yeah. So like and the boss was like, kid's Oh got to shoot, set like Look, if you go don't go know go.
1: the tone, you're exactly classic, right. Like
0: oh. classic 80s Playboy yeah. being handled by what looks to be like a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> Where were and- his parents?
1: <laughs> Look, yeah who's alone that child just no okay. son this is great
0: yeah you're gonna be a, a star feature. yeah, no yeah. Kidding. just do this, the man says this is also the era of like somewhat socially acceptable softcore porn like yeah, people had true. playboy yeah. in their house and didn't necessarily try to hide it oh gosh. it was no, like no. i don't want to be a uh,
1: misro but our house was full of playboy and so, playgirl
0: yeah sorry yeah, so so, but you're right like the playboy we're just get to the opening dog. credits keep yeah. going yeah so they're tearing down they're tearing down the highway yep. kids yeah. are going nuts rick's loving it even though this is super dangerous and the yeah. kids will make him drive off the road it doesn't matter he's like fuck yeah i'm with you guys i've got want that be ghetto pinned. blaster on he's got yeah. you know, he's got the tape playing yeah there's yeah. a gambling ring happening maybe some oh, dog fighting. fights yes. yeah. <laughs> oh my god these kids yeah. are throwing dice it was amazing <laughs> yeah yeah it is a pretty great scene and there there is yeah. like actually elements of it that sort of remind me of the of the type of jokes you would see in years to come like on the simpsons like where yeah, there's deliberately a cartoony nature Yes. To, to the, the style of humor. Yeah. Um, but instead
1: of kind of panning in and landing on them, like Simpsons would throw them away. Like that was the nice oh, thing about that. Yeah, that would be just seconds. like you get yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Four frames yeah. of like, well, wait,
0: did you just? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also importantly about The Simpsons, it would be much funnier. Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it is a little weird, I have to say, watching this movie through the adult lens because you can't turn off that filter. Yeah. I guarantee you, we watched this movie as kids and thought it was hilarious and and undeniably hilarious and i think that what's interesting about that though is that also like this was a pretty high grossing movie so the adults of the time also thought it was hilarious yeah so they punched um, up a
1: lot of those lines though like you know you could even tell like where there was such big setups and like such big like landing points like it was not wasn't a subtle one it was definitely for mass
0: consumption yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. and and as i'm sure we'll talk about like there there definitely is a um you know, like a, like a niche market for this. Not, okay. not, not terribly niche. I mean, I think it was just sort of like one of the dominant types of comedy of the time. Oh,
1: sure. but, what, oh. but certainly one of the best versions of it. Like you said, Yes, yeah. it was a massive hit. And I mean, there were many like, um, attempts to try to recreate that magic right like uh but, from other very yeah. like, poorly cast or underfunded versions all canon yeah as it yeah. was <laughs> can- canon film like yeah can- i mean canon
0: canon is the king of the of this era and obviously like the spiritual yeah. godfather of this entire endeavor that you guys are doing because i think Great. like that that stuff is <laughs> well, ever present summer, no matter what type of this. movie we choose like yeah. there's gonna be a canon movie right nearby that's it
1: <laughs> yeah or you could know, you, you can be like specifically yeah really you could be like
0: yeah i love like terminator but you're like you also watch cyborg like seven times <laughs> fuck yeah absolutely yeah. yeah who was uh the guy who uh I, I i was looking this up when you guys did masters of the universe yeah. is that the guy who made cyborg was supposed to do a masters of the universe sequel oh, oh well and yes the money fell through and so he can had have money adapted fell through his, I know, strange, right? Right. So, but then he, he just retailed his script, and it turned into cyborg. So somehow, yeah, basically. <laughs> if you can, if you can, what if the you could, fuck? Yeah. Where is so, that parallel coming in? Oh my I god, know. I don't know. But it's if so you can, if you can watch that movie and see it as basically like the the spiritual sequel to Masters of the Universe, then uh, I don't know how we can't not watch job, it now. job need to done in this parallel. How yeah. do you
1: rework that script though? Like. It Just comes to earth, and where's Gwildor? Like, I I feel like we're missing some key elements from Cyborg. Well, Gwildor is the cyborg. Oh, I I see, you know,
0: yeah. Hey there, (laughs) it was originally cast as Billy Barty, is returning, yeah, yeah, plastic face. (laughs) Like, (laughs) yeah, Billy Barty is now Prince Adam. Oh, oh. I have the power. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not really good. that's good. That's a, that's not bad. Yep. that's yeah. not bad. That's the first time I've ever tried to impersonate Billy Barty right. He's surprisingly easy. Where, where are we at in the movie? Like
1: how? how oh, yeah. are that's,
0: <laughs> five five in. We're, oh, we're about God. five
1: minutes into the movie. Not too shabby. Okay. All right, keep, okay. But okay, now <laughs> they
0: up. But now they up the Andy. So if you weren't sure yeah. if based on the appearance of Playboy magazine where this film was going to go, now we yeah. enter the workplace of uh, photographer Jay. Oh, played yeah. oh, by 80s icon Adrian Zemed. Well yeah. you've Adrian Club <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: Adrian Zemed, who I, I did get to see perform Greece. That's with right. his wife at the time at stage yeah. West dinner theater in That's Edmonton, Alberta. Yeah. And I think he was probably 50 something when he did that show. Oh, so is, you know. so he was
1: in fall. Oh no, sorry. He was in uh, TJ hooker too, right? Like he was, he like was in TJ hooker. So he yeah, was yeah. like the Howie from fall guy. That's where I was going with this. He was like kind of that sidekicky, like not, not the, from fall, yeah. not the guy, yeah. but kind of like the guy, the guy that supports the guy.
0: Yeah. 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 He's like the, 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 the young Turk yeah. out there that, that, the Bill cool Shatner is going to teach a few That's... lessons, too. <laughs> oh. Calm down, rookie. <laughs> oh, exactly. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I sure love you. You yeah, lay down yeah. cover fire oh, while I roll yeah. over the trunk of this car. This reminds me of like a uh, yeah. dark
1: place. Oh, yeah. Like We're just like, you deserve a hero's wage. No, like, I'm it's kidding. just so <laughs> pathetic and wormy. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. I,
0: I do know dark places. It. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's great. Um, uh, the, I, I also remember Adrian Zmed. Yeah. Um, uh, had a, had a cheesecake, uh, bikini poster, uh, which was also a big thing in the eighties of like, like, like sexy posters. I love how you're oh, playing no.
1: around with like, I didn't own that poster,
0: <laughs> no
1: but I kind of had that poster.
0: <laughs> I <laughs> only masturbated to that poster 13 times max. So hardly, it's mostly the body
1: oil. You, you just scream out go. grease lightning when you would like, can of come?
0: Or? If you, if go, you squint, go,
1: go, 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 go.
0: Well, I mean, but like, also his T.J. Hooker co-star Heather Locklear was one of those wow. posters as well. Oh, Absolutely. that's right, that's true. As yeah, was yeah. Heather Thomas. Speaking of Fall Guy, a Fall Guy, yeah, there you go. <laughs> and the loop, uh, the is closed. Yeah, yeah, and then, and then, like you know, assorted others like Tom Selleck and yeah, know, and like uh, the who's Hoff. The, who's, yeah. the Hoff? Probably oh. has one where he's oh, in he definitely does. I've seen, yeah. his, I've seen
1: his Christmas card. Yeah, yeah. I get it from uh, the Goblin every year at christmas religiously there'll be a picture of merry christmas from the hof that comes through and it's exactly yeah. as you've described it he's in bikini brief yeah. he's got like all the fur he's just he's in his glory it's lots pretty, of it's, coconut it's, oil yeah. oh keeping
0: yeah it, that's it. keeping it tan. it was the weasel oh, fur good. from Krull.
1: <laughs> or yeah he's talking oh no sorry from he-man about how shiny he
0: was because oh yeah in that whole movie he's always like he's glistening, glistening the entire well time. you know he trims the hedges with a glaive so <laughs> that keeps him in the crawl zone Oh my God! That's true. The crawl space. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't oh, know. That's gonna be a business. I don't yeah. know. Like Adrian Zemed is sort of like I guess sort of I, I don't know if he was an actual heartthrob or just like a wannabe heartthrob. I think, I think it was just a, a manufacturer
1: kind yeah. of like you know what he's a guy yeah. he can sing. He can was a good kind of shape. He spent the last half of the movie shirtless. Oh my God! I, yes, I yeah, know. I
0: should have consulted my sisters. I'm sure they could tell me because they were of yeah. teenage age in those years. If Adrian Zemed was uh, uh, as the kids call it a snack.
1: Well, um, I
0: think he was more of like a
1: Rex Manning in this, right? Like, I think he was just kind of one of those guys who, like, was Rex. sort of me- meant to be attractive,
0: but just like, what? Uh, he's like a symbol? Yeah. So when, when the film now arrives at his workplace, he's, yeah. he's photographing a mom and a, yeah. and a child, and, and, and the mom uh, isn't even trying to keep her shirt on. Like, she's, nah. she's got oh, massive breasts. Did you hear the kettle drums when he sees her boobs? Yeah, like there is boom, there is actually boom. a timpani hit <laughs> That's good. to remind us that we're looking at big breasts. Oh yeah, and I couldn't believe it, like that it we were seeing it real. Time. The only other time this has happened to me, I wish someone would have filmed... drawn attention
1: to them because yeah. I was completely yeah. So dumb. I didn't
0: understand what was happening. Yeah, yeah. thank you. There, there, there's this old uh, film noir, which I you know is a, a genre I really like uh, from 1920, 50, 50 and it. <laughs> It's called DOA. You guys remember, remember there was one in the 80s with Dennis Quaid Quaid. and and, and Meg Ryan. Okay, so the original movie, everybody told me, is like a classic film noir. And I tried to watch it not long ago. And I shit you not, there is a scene where a guy, uh, and this is again, maybe like 10 minutes into the movie. A a, a guy watches a woman walk by and he just kind of turns and looks at her. And just in in case we misinterpret the leer, there is an actual slide whistle like in the soundtrack of the movie. Oh my god. Like Why isn't there more slide whistle? Is, and it seems like this is a serious movie, but out <laughs> of nowhere, it's just it's just like,
1: you know. That's the sound of his penis and hardening right there. Just but well, it's choreographed to his penis. Okay. He actually has a slide whistle for a penis. It got shot off in WW One,
0: and this is the way that he's been able to preserve some sense of memory. We have the parts, we can rebuild it. Okay. He's he's the uh yeah, and, and then I was like, "That is that just some weird artifact on the soundtrack? No, it happens yeah. again. Oh, and, of course it does. <laughs> and I just turned the movie off. And I'm like, there's no... We yeah. made the right call. Yeah. yeah. I, I think just, at just, at There's one point no point way I could just... take anything nope. seriously yeah. at that point. Okay. Which then I mean, you thankfully... find it again in the
1: Dennis Quaid version. Like where they sort of brought that part of it back just yeah. to really keep the that... slide continuity. was
0: dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> just a slide whistle. <laughs> He's playing it. Just... Yeah.
1: <laughs> no kidding. There's no tension in this film. <laughs> What's dead and Arrival is this fucking
0: remake. So that and the remake you've only made 10 minutes into. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I you know, I mean, I have no idea if the remake is anything worthwhile. I mean, it's been yeah. a while since I explored the Dennis Quaid oeuvre. <laughs> <laughs> there's, some, there's some good ones. I don't yeah, know. No, I, I like Dennis Quaid. I, like, I Dennis Quaid. like Dennis I like Quaid. Quaid. I was say, like Inner Space,
1: one of my like, favorites as a kid. Okay, or, keep going. And there's that other one where he's in... <laughs> And he's acting. He does that thing. Yeah. yeah. Great no, he's balls good. of fire. Oh, oh. he plays oh. Jerry Lewis with Winona Ryder.
0: Oh. Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. Okay. And then
1: we have six One minutes. by one,
0: Rick is coming <laughs> around to pick he's got up his, his troops and right we meet, yeah. and we meet yeah. yeah we meet all the the gang and, yeah. and then so, this is the so gang what are the stereotypes we with, yeah. that we
1: pick up here so we've got um zamed's the smooth operator
0: yeah. yeah Zemed's the smooth operator you he's got, one of the
1: quarry you've got the yeah. doofus from animal house like the just the sexual tyrannosaurus just yeah the, an
0: the monster their buddy from the from the the garage correct yeah. right yeah yeah the chop chop he's and he's just yeah. like the brute. And then he's are walking their, like
1: their... uh sex crime. He's just like <laughs> he's yes. he's like, oh, I'm gonna get what's coming. He's
0: the Ernest man Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just there's oh, a awful. lot of pent up. Yeah. And then and then there's also the 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 Nebushe friend yeah, who's it's... like a music promoter, I think. That's right. Yeah. He oh, he's talking something about something boy George
1: like getting sick, and so he can't perform, and so he's pissed off at him. And he's yelling into the phone and it ends up his mom calls him. He's like, yes. Oh, sorry, ma. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so, and then so
1: there's the himbo. See, Don't forget the himbo.
0: Oh, the himbo. Because they go to the just, restaurant. The 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 oh, American yeah. Ninja himself, Michael Dudikoff. Yeah. Um, which again, no. if you did not grow up in the '80s with limited selection at your corner store video store, you might not have ever encountered the American Ninja series I think there's oh. more than one oh, I mean, oh, there's he all was, was promised more than one I don't know if he was starred in more than one though but he, that's a canon film as well right yeah well they were developing him to was they were developing him to become. Like some some big like action icon, like yeah. Chuck Norris, a- 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 yeah, yeah. They, guess, uh, they really wanted ninja this guy and all, to all those
1: Chuck other ninja Norris. films that were sort of part of that but line. I think he and only did
0: yeah. the one. I gotta find out. Okay, okay, we'll, we'll, it. we'll okay. figure that out. Yeah, but anyway, so, the yeah. the, so the Michael, gangs all together. Yeah, Michael Dudikoff is basically like I think his apex is like a C level action star. <laughs> um, but uh, here, uh, throughout this movie, even though you're like, oh, th- I recognize this guy, um, he might as well not be in the movie. Like yeah. he's, he's completely absent for most of it. Um, and yeah, serves no real purpose. Yeah. 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 Like, I, and this is a, 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 certainly a primary feature of the film is like, if the characters have a character trait, then good for those guys. Cause most <laughs> of the people are just there as like human props, I guess. And just really
1: quickly, Ross, how would you characterize Tom
0: Hanks character? Cause I think you, you had a good insight about this. Yeah. Like, earlier right. when we were okay. talking about it. So the guy who, who wrote and directed this movie also made um, or uh, wrote the screenplays for Real Genius and Police Academy. And it mm-hmm. occurred to me, OK, the, the lead of all of those movies is essentially the same guy who yeah. is sort of a, um, a, a, a very sort of fun loving Rebellious type who uh, doesn't have much time for authority, but is never angry about it. He's a real jester kind of character, and he's just silly and clownish and thumbing his nose at authority and convention all the time. But is also smart and yeah. charming, and and never exhibits any real terrible traits, um, even though he's just kind of a prick. But he is yeah. a charming prick, he and is. that is definitely if you think of uh val kilmer and steve gutenberg and those other movies like that's the same thing and that character archetype for the lead in comedy is like a constant like ferris bueller i was just about to say another one i
1: thought of almost immediately was like if this was ferris bueller's like bachelor party yeah because he's got that same sort of like obviously like uh tom hanks is a bit more disheveled and stuff because you know uh ferris is kind of put together and stuff yeah well but yeah I was just like oh my gosh you know yeah. he's got that kind of I don't give a shit and he, he whips like Tom Hanks yeah has a bunch of throwaway comments that he loves at anyone without any regard like
0: he yeah. is so confident kind of just in his own world and doesn't yeah. really give a shit what you think of him which is kind of a nice like character especially to in the 80s That must have been such an anomaly yeah like I
1: always think like everyone was so concerned about their appearance or yeah, you know what people thought of them and I mean here are these guys wow. who sort of sit outside of it all you're like Oh, my God. He, he was crazy. hot off of uh, Mazes and
0: Monsters at that time. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, he they already established television hit, that yeah. Mazes and Monsters. <laughs> well, I mean, this is interesting. Like, Hanks's career is kind of unusual uh, yeah. because we know, like, forever it was hard to be a TV star to become then a movie star. But yeah. he kind of launches, like, he does Bosom Buddies, yeah. a couple TV movies, and then he's in the movie. So, his... His movie debut is actually Splash, which predates Bachelor Party by a few months. Right. But they both come out the same year, and both are, like, top 20 grosses for 1984. Totally. So, uh, oh, so like, he has a huge huh. coming out party. And I, it, I seem to recall that Splash was sort of a surprise hit, too. Like, yeah. people never expected it to do much, but, um, I mean... <laughs> Instantly, America loves Tom Hanks, and he never yeah. looks back. Like he, and, and and I do wonder somewhat if, um, this movie, yeah. uh, was sort of like where people might have looked at him, whoever was casting big, and were yeah. like, oh, we need a like uh, a charming man child because that's basically all he's doing here. Effectively, yeah, Actively, yeah. and yeah. big, and that's what he gets known for. But sorry, just yeah. to, you know, in Splash. Um, God, I, I love John Candy in that film so much. Very funny, yeah. And he's, the best is his article he wrote for Playboy titled, A Lesbian <laughs> No More. Tom, Tom Hanks' charm is the thing that carries the movie all the way through. Yeah. Yeah, I can also see people like watching it just thinking, oh, this this guy's annoying. But, but he never I think, crosses a line. Yeah, no, they, like he, they deliberately the make his dialogue character. to Kind
1: of fought, yeah. like fight his way through, right? Like he's yeah. he's got yeah. some pretty shit lines to kind of make good. Oh, and you God, can see yeah. like- he and Med both, as they're going through this, and there's yeah. lots of examples where they're just like, "Oh, okay, well, I'm going to do this." Like yep. it's that kind of Ooh. delivery. Yeah. Like they're almost joking their way out of it, and you're like, "Ah, oh, I don't know if I if I inside. love what's going on here," but yeah. somehow, even with that delivery, he's able to pull it off and, and be likable by the yeah. end of the film. He
0: doesn't nail yeah. it like Michael Didikoff. Like he just nails that <laughs> oh dialogue. God. You know, FYI, Michael Dudakoff was in American Ninja One, Two, and Four. Oh. Not three. Well, <laughs> you know, they did so bad they had to pull him back to recreate the magic for the fourth. Don't well, i think back to the secret sauce. I think what happened is he probably lost his citizenship somewhere, and so he no longer qualified as being the American ninja. Oh no kidding. He yeah, was he was doing too many movies in Croatia because the, Croatia the only ninja. place he could get, he could get hired. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Asian the ninja. There is seventeen of those movies. And he shot them all in about four months. Two weeks. Yeah, yeah no, just
1: yeah. squeezing them in.
0: The guy no. was tired. So tired. So tired. He had to yeah. take number three off. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so Sorry. then, right. you know, he worked it out with the, you know. With the boys. With, with, with and, the government. Yeah. And, he, and he came back. That's true. Anyway. Um yeah, okay. So so we get the gang together, the guys are ready yeah. for a big party. Then we meet uh Rick's girlfriend who's played by uh professional car rider uh Tony Right. Uh, you you probably know Tony Katane from uh, the White Snake video, and I'm not going to say which White Snake video because you know the video. There's
1: only one, right?
0: And, that, and there's only matter? one song that has lasted in the White Snake. Oh, Dave
1: Coverdale must have just like done unspeakable things. She seems so nice and innocent in this film, and then just oh, got White Snake.
0: <laughs> you got White Snake. <laughs> you got White okay. okay. It's like hey. a euphemism. Yeah. Okay. Well, you can't blame her. She was only just going down the only road she's ever known. <laughs> um, she yeah and also weirdly about that white snake song is it, there is two different recordings of it and they both get played on radio like there's a 70s one and then there's an 80s one with a lot more uh shimmer jazz guitar and stuff yeah, yeah. oh hm. yeah it's I, I don't anyways i think that's the one with her on the car you know yeah, yeah. Well, she's she like, like remember this yeah and she was in uh, four white snake videos oh she was insane white snake videos well yeah.
1: they, they were married or was it just that, like he oh. like just
0: needed a, a place to park like what was her role in five I lied. five what
1: yeah the only
0: other movie i remember her being in was something was it it was about a ouija board Witch board which board oh yeah very nice yeah yeah, yeah. uh anyway and so we so get that, introduced to debbie where do we find <laughs> we you just to debbie eventually everybody sort of gets paired off into one of two camps so yeah uh uh debbie comes from money uh her mm. parents don't like rick very much rick doesn't give a shit yep. here uh, here's a, another kind of typical kind of '80s trope and i think yeah uh, you pointed to that was the um not the rich but the but the sort of like rich versus slobs what do you so oh snobs versus slobs snobs versus slobs yeah Yeah. i i feel like like i I could be wrong but i feel like animal house is sort of the progenitor of all of these movies come. oh yeah and all the all the moves and all the beats are in that movie and then repeated in like this movie porkies revenge of the nerds Nerds, meatballs meatballs uh hard bodies like star wars every single (laughs) star wars (laughs) yeah every single Rodney Danger for you no kidding. like yeah. these oh, yeah. these are all the movies school, that yeah. have some kind of like sweaty bodied painting of a lady on the cover and like a guy peeking out from around her waist making really? a surprise face yeah. like that that is kind of the poster of every one of these movies, yeah, yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. um and, and and so yeah they they split into their camps the girls are are gonna have a a, a bachelorette party, yes. And then the boys are off to some fancy oh, but hotel. You, but you
1: haven't introduced Cole yet.
0: Oh, yes, of course. Okay. Oh, so yeah. so while we're speaking about tropes, when we realize, of course, that Debbie's dad is, is not having Rick in the family at all, yeah. he reaches out to another suitor of Debbie's, mm-hmm. who's Cole, yeah. who also uh, was in Real Genius. He played Kent in Real Genius, for Wait. you Real Genius fans. <laughs> so this this dude has... His stock and trade is playing uh, a douchey wasp. Yeah, That yeah. is his like bread and butter for probably i mean i'm gonna guess his whole career Uh, i don't know what he's doing now but i'm sure like he'll show up on an episode of you know bosh or something like oh yeah Yeah. i'm signing autographs yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah. at 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 real genius con no No kidding kidding. Uh, Oh, shit, he was in so That's in his garage. Balls. What's that? He's he, in was in, space balls. he was in Spaceballs? He oh, was in As uh, what? Burn After Reading? <laughs> Fuck, he's been in just a few, man. Can actually back
1: up your facts? Don't just Wait. look up, oh. up Well, I'll do that. I'll do that. Keep Folks, going, Ross. He, he was Sand Cruiser Driver. <laughs> <laughs> in Spaceballs. No kidding. That's how but good did... his career took off after doing Bachelor Party.
0: Yeah. But he actually did, did a Coen Brothers movie? That's kind of awesome. He did. He did Burn After Reading. He did, uh, he did an episode of Quantum Leap. Oh, well, obviously, yeah. so did everyone.
1: You've done an episode <laughs> of Even
0: I did an episode. Okay. Me and Scott, he begged me. Look, Beg. Sam, yeah. you gotta get back. Yeah. Wow, um, man. look, we've all done episodic TV. Okay. Let's uh <laughs> let's just get back to the movie. Let's just leave that left. Right. Okay. Right. Nice um, to get to okay, so where are we at? Oh yeah. Okay. So uh Debbie's dad is like. Hey, cool. Mm. Uh, you're the guy I want with my daughter. So, like, figure out a way to, to to get Rick out of there. And of course, like the 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 dad trying to like separate his daughter from from the unwanted suitor. I mean, like that's that's classic, classic comedy. Yeah, sure, everything. Like, I'm sure if you if you look, it's probably. I'm gonna guess it's in Shakespeare. I'm just gonna say it's in Shakespeare. <laughs> and those of you who want to uh, uh, prove me wrong, remember that screwball comedy go Romeo and, search, and Juliet. Well, I mean, look, totally, I mean, it's totally a Capulet, You know, like there's, like, Willie Shakes gets wacky with like the role reversal and That's gender true. swaps and That's all true. kinds of, uh, you that know, that was the Animal Three's Party company.
1: writer of the time. Yes, yeah, yeah. his his stuff was regarded as fondly. I, okay. High level of <laughs> who plays the Bluto, the gravitas. And... <laughs> yeah. So,
0: so so now we have our our main right. conflict. We know, yeah. the parents. Don't want the wedding to happen. Yeah, uh, Debbie loves Rick. Why we're not sure. She yeah. definitely seems like she's out of his league, but mm. he, but she loves his whimsy clearly because yeah. yeah. he's 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 always being silly with her. Yes. He he, he uh. makes he he makes her dinner one night. And
1: oh, I want to go on a tangent and, on this in a minute. Keep going, and, please go. And
0: and and makes her uh, a potato salad, uh. which Tristan Tristan loves this joke because this it's basically joke. a bed of lettuce. With some baked potatoes on top, or maybe even raw potatoes. Raw, I feel sure. like they're raw. They're just raw. I think they I, like, yeah.
1: I made a chunky style.
0: Yeah, like I uh, did. Yeah. I think, I think oh, he took right. a, a, some some romaine, slapped it in there, and thought, oh, this this will be a zinger. Right. Doesn't Does matter. Presents, presents yeah. the potatoes to her. Says, "I made potato salad." And Tristan, you hate this joke. Why? I hate this joke because I remember this as a kid. I remember watching this and like, oh, I love it. Ah, oh, I can't wait to see more boobs. And then all of a sudden, he comes out with this potato salad, and I'm like. Those you, are potatoes, you, not boobs. You ruin this meal. <laughs> That's what I thought. I thought, how could she be happy about that? You you joked about this meal and then they don't really eat because he ruined the meal. And that, that just stuck with me. So this is what I think probably, you know, yeah, what your wife saw in you yeah, that was embedded in your heart <laughs> as like a nine-year-old when you would have seen this movie. And it is that, you were angry yeah. that he disrespected his fiance. Yeah. Not because go. it was a bad joke, which it yeah. is. It is a bad joke. But at the heart yeah. of it, you, yeah. you thought about the backstory mm. and what a deadbeat Rick is. Yeah. And you're like, how dare you, sir? Yeah. How it, dare you? It disrespect shaped my entire... Yeah. <laughs> this <laughs> fine, upstanding Debbie. It shaped my entire critique of culinary Culinary habits. and... Meritable, maritable, marital habits
1: by watching this. And you're right. No wonder you're such a prick about yeah. your food or not wasting, not wasting potato sub. Well, specifically, yeah, sure. No kidding. I have a weird admission. Like so when oh. I first watched this movie, and you know, he brings out the egg beaters and he's chasing her around. Uh, yeah, yeah. I remember I remember when I actually started to have sex. I'm like, so. Where does the egg beater fit in? Like, what's <laughs> what's the moment when you introduce egg beater? And I was always curious about this. Like, <laughs> is some woman one day going to show me what what the egg beater's <laughs> sex trick is all for? And. Uh, now I'm never we never get to find, we never do get to fight it, but it comes back again at the end. Yeah, and so I'm like, it does. So one time I'm like, okay, well, this is a gag, and then the second time I'm like, no, this is a thing. This, this is, is what people thing. when they have sex.
0: This is what people do. Yeah, this this is where you learn sex to sex people. No, <laughs> <laughs> no
1: good. Do you want to make <laughs> sex at me? Okay. I, just... I have the eggbeater. Huh? No, good. Oh.
0: but you must show me how. Okay. No oh man. Gift? Anyway, <laughs> now sorry, I just okay. I'm just picturing teenage Chris and a trip to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> okay no and the doctor going, God damn, that film! Oh, yeah, it's not again. It's a fourth one this day, bachelor party. Looks like I picked the wrong day to stop sipping glue. <laughs> yeah, I know for sure. Yeah. Listen, folks, egg beaters and labia should not go anywhere near each other. Oh, just yeah. in case you were worried, well, totally like sensitive. Beater best. in any sort of genital area, really. Let's, yeah, you do not want it near your scrotum digital. either, frankly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, there's no winning combo when it comes to skin, and, and yeah, blood. no, you're. Right. Yeah, but anyway, just I was like, oh, oh. So again, it's funny the things you take away from these films, right? Yeah, like potato salad. Yeah,
0: like potato salad and uh, sex crimes with uh, (laughs) eggbeaters. Yeah, Um, formative years. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, is it an egg beater? I guess it's a hand mixer. It's no, a no, it's a,
1: well, I thought it would like maybe. Well, it's a head oh, mixer, yeah. but but like, to yeah, us, I guess you use it use it for know. eggs in our household. Eggs. This is we we know what we've done paper. with them. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Just so people have a clear picture of what we're talking about. <laughs> if you um, haven't left already wrong. in this first hour of our
1: synopsis, <laughs> uh,
0: then you're you're along for the ride now. Tell us more about the whisk. Yeah. What is that primarily used for?
1: Yeah.
0: Are there other kitchen tools? In the film, in um, the sex, yeah, <laughs> in the sex. Well, there's the blowtorch you just cook with that for a little <laughs> oh, yeah. bit too. That's oh, yeah. true. And he welts. Yeah, well, did we did we decide he was uh, perhaps like an artist or a sculptor yeah. or something like that? Yeah. That is not explored in the film. No, no. that's that's probably like a dead storyline. But I bet you that was that was something. They were like, oh, like another aspect to him that makes him. Yeah, there was going to she a you.
1: gag around that probably at some Maybe. point. She's like, this is too. She was too chock full right. Look no, kid. yeah. Like,
0: you pan back and the the sculptor has big boobs and a penis yeah Yeah. he's like hey Hey. yeah yeah because he's not planning for his and debbie's future with uh a a bus driver job like i i I can't imagine although he did have a nice a fairly sizable apartment which in new york i don't know is the film set in new york i have no idea oh um, god but did you know notice it? no it's not because no. when they go on their hunt. well this could be just the wedding
1: but at the very right. end when they drive away it's kind of off into the desert right like oh, yeah, california a- right so yeah i was gonna say yeah. it's more like, so, like yeah, california really, yeah, but yeah. when you look at rick and he is out for his night at uh the at the bachelor party and they go to the hotel he's wearing flair like i'm wondering if he was oh. maybe like just got done at tchotchkes and you know <laughs> just picking up shifts to try to make some money to get married but Mm-hmm. yeah it.
0: maybe he has many jobs we only saw his just one job as yeah he's a he he could be a waiter and uh like maybe he's like a kid's party clown well he's uh, a
1: welder so maybe it's like a this is like a precursor to flash dance maybe he is yeah. a dancer at night uh but welder mm-hmm. by day mm-hmm. yeah but they yeah. kicked in and they couldn't <laughs> take that backstory where they wanted <laughs> this to is the, the, two,
0: the true story that Dance. Dance. well there there is a, a later scene which we yeah. uh vaguely referenced uh that happens at a chippendales club and so oh, me yeah. i mean maybe they know this club because rick dances at this club
1: well that's sure. why that guy behind the bar like the poor man's uh, uh mark hamill calls him oh yeah and says hey you know you got to get over here your yeah. fiance's your
0: lady's here yeah and
1: you're on in five yeah
0: <laughs> okay so so now, okay. by this time now, everything's ready for party night. Yes. Rick and his shitbag friends are going to okay. go to the hotel. They've got a hotel room. Yeah. And it, it. I'm not sure, really, it seems that the only thing they have planned concretely for the evening yeah. is to watch pornography. Right. And get hookers. Uh, oh, yeah, because the little guy goes and gets hookers. Mustachio. Yeah. Right. From but the, it wasn't from the like black a pre-set pre- oh, plan. No, I mean, from- from- obviously... From the Indian pimp. Well, eventually the Indian uh, pig, but it starts with a black pimp. Yeah, and yeah.
1: the mistake was he goes to someone who looks black from behind, and it turns out the, the gag is that he's Indian.
0: That's right. Which is, of course, as we all know, hilarious because he's from somewhere other than the United States. Man, exactly. solid. He's comedy. a fish
1: out of water. Yeah, but he's solid, making it work.
0: Solid burn. Um, <laughs> so the, the, the party ensues, uh, yeah. not without complications. Yeah. What we see from all the guys is that they are outrageously horny like they yes. just want to fuck Everything. anything well
1: especially blotto like he oh. is just
0: dying to yeah. sink his dink
1: in anything, in anything. it's just yeah he's on yeah. it man he yeah. wants that yeah. and these oh, guys and are his like- brother his brother actually gets a lot of action if you kind of oh, look yeah. around he's making out with girls he's oh like, yeah right oh, he he's really the older brother was a doctor yeah yeah the yeah. proctologist
0: oh yeah who, who lit who is in a uh not a loveless marriage but seemingly he's frustrated in his marriage that that yeah. is a recurring thing because he's the seed yeah. of doubt yeah. that yeah. is planted in, in rick's head uh you know my life sucks ever since yeah. i got married it was great at first but it's gonna be terrible but uh, his wife yeah. is one of the uh genuinely funny people in the movie And I wish I could remember her name. Yeah, and is a good actor. Yeah, so she'll Booze and Buddies, and she's in uh, Back to the Future. Tom Hanks. Yeah. Yeah. And Back to the Future. So that was probably a pull in, right? Like, it was like, hey, I know somebody would be great for this role. Yeah. Maybe so. Maybe so. Um, And then on the other side, as the guys are mounting their party, all the women are mounting their party, Mm, which, uh, because they are women in the 80s, is mostly uh, uh, fun free. Yeah, uh, because women in these movies generally have to be chased. There is she does have one horny friend. Yeah, yeah, and and then the women slowly come out of their shells, sort of grease style, as they learn to loosen up. So instead of going from preppy Sandra D to satin panted Sandra D, the ladies eventually will go from you know their very blousy, teased out hair 1980s look to like uh, dressing like they're in the band Poison. Uh, <laughs> to make themselves look like prostitutes. So they can sneak and into this party. So they can sneak right. into the party to bust all their boyfriends and husbands uh, having relations with prostitutes. So no one yeah. makes a
1: bigger pivot than her sister. Because yeah. you talk about sort of tropes, right? Yeah. And she's the That's one right. who's like, I'm a prude. Men are pigs. I yeah. want nothing to yeah. do with them. I'm above these things. And she's so, so, so sour until yeah. she gets to that room full of Japanese businessmen. Ooh, and yeah. and also, more pregnant.
0: comedy more classic <laughs> racial based comedy, yeah. Because horny Japanese businessmen are hilarious. circa gung ho nineteen eighty four <laughs> standards of yeah. what makes American audiences like double over in laughter. Yeah. Um, oh, do you remember we watching we, they Call we me predicted? Bruce?
1: Oh, that God. movie. Oh God! Because seriously, like, oh, if you just want to no. go walk down like racist, bad, racist like <laughs> preconceptions about what Japanese people are oh, like, no. holy! Like, I don't even know you could rent that movie anymore because it's probably been yanked from shelves. Like, with well, fucking which means balls it's... worth of force. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> it, it means it's waiting for us on Disney Plus. Yeah, <laughs> there's For this... <laughs> things
1: go to die.
0: <laughs> well, souls, basically. Souls. Holy,
1: that's true. That's
0: true. And. And yeah, so you're right. The sister goes from poo-pooing everything. You know, yeah. they they have their little uh, shower at, at home in, in, in Moms' mansion. That gets disrupted by a pair of uh, sex workers who are oh, yeah. um, put on like a lesbian <laughs> sex show in bondage yeah. gear. My favorite and the part of The ladies are scandalized. Sorry, yes.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. It just there's that stare as they're looking at each other and they start to go down, and it's like they're having some sort of scissor lock that's going, like, it's so (laughs) funny. Just, there's this, like, and what I also thought was amazing is, Instead of any one of those women having, just saying like, get the fuck out of here, you weirdos," yeah. They're just like, they're so yeah. shocked and offended that they just let the whole sex act happen. Well, let's ride this out. Let's see what happens. Like, oh are, no. There's yeah. no way that 80s women were this prudish or like, but it was yeah. just interesting. You talked about like, you stereotypes and sort of yeah. working through some of that. There's no way that any normal human would have let it happen, but it just, you know, all women are, you know, delicate and they're dainty. And, <laughs> you know, this is just our delicate sensibilities have been offended here.
0: Well, and this is also very emblematic of, like, standard, uh, like, I mean, the movie is one giant male gaze whack-off fantasy. So, like, the two lesbians are there to to arouse men, and for people to think it's funny, I guess you laugh at the women's British reaction. But there is no way that joke would happen in the movie, with it being two gay sex performers going to the men's party. Yeah. And the men going, huh? like the, well, the, the men would throw them out the window and that would be the hilarious punchline.
1: Look at the reaction when that one guy, the
0: one Weasley guy sleeps with the transvestite. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, precisely yeah. like, and then his reaction when he gets
1: handcuffed to him and he's freaking out, you're like. Yeah.
0: I mean, those are two sides of the same right. gay panic coin. Really, like this, sure. this is also a staple of the American sex comedy that is like, yeah, even right up to, like what was it the hangover two or three mm. where there's this this same joke where ed helms sleeps with a transsexual prostitute that's right Yep. and 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 freaks out about it although i think he i don't know if he comes to terms with it. i don't remember these movies they're they're they're, <laughs> they're not put put me like, oh after yeah. the
1: first one you're just like mm-hmm. yeah
0: like honestly this movie is also not really memorable Except for a handful of jokes, and I don't know if it's because they're good jokes, or I just had seen this movie so many times in my childhood <laughs> that I just remember the jokes. Yeah. It's also uh,
1: Dave Sanborn's sax. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. You're never going to forget
1: that sexy sax. Yeah,
0: yeah. Plaintiff saxophone. <laughs> if you want to know if you're in a sincere moment in the movie, listen, <laughs> keep your ears open for both wind chimes and yeah. plaintiff
1: saxophone. <laughs> Sergio.
0: That was a really great send. I was like howling when I watched it. Yeah, it's a great sketch. <laughs> Uh, so so the the battle lines are drawn. The men are having their party, the women are having yeah. their party. Yeah. And and uh it, it keeps ramping up so that things get more and more intense. Somehow oh, yeah. uh, a band shows up at the hotel room to play, that's um, right. which allows us to see Adrian Zmed break out his big single, which is oh, a, right. an actual song on the soundtrack called Little Demon. So well, obviously that was in his contract. You know cuz oh, his know, was fucking he, full of that. Yeah, sure. He was ready to break it wide open. He's like yeah. Fuck it, man. If like if like uh Michael Damien and Jack Wagner from Soap Opera Fame can have hit songs, so can yeah. I. So yeah. can TJ Hooker's Adrian Zemet. Okay. And this <laughs> song, yeah, this this song is clearly featured yeah. to give him a moment and oh, to be oh. a single off the soundtrack, yeah. which actually features some fine artists, including REM and Oingo Boingo. That's yeah. right. Yeah. And Adrian Zemet. Well. <laughs> Coming, coming to you this summer at Stage West. Yeah, oh, at pfft. the age of sixty-five <laughs> to play <laughs> Grease Lightning for you. Yeah, anyway. Tommy Zuko. Yeah. Like, well, they or, uh, right, Tommy right, Zuko. right. Ugh. Sorry. uh it it doesn't matter i don't know I was it remember. what was a cousin was. name like maybe i don't know yeah, yeah. whatever people Franklin. are just at stage west for the prime rib honestly so <laughs> like everything else is bonus if it's a yeah. good show that's a bonus my because memory of, of stage west is my grandmother falling asleep no matter what the show there <laughs> could be you can, it could be the music man and there's yeah. like a fucking marching band like w- right like six inches from her face and she would still be asleep <gasps>
1: So Laura worked for a company, my wife, and every year for Christmas, that (laughs) was their big Christmas celebration was to go to fucking Stage West or, you know, the dinner theater there. And one year I formed a a, a nemesis uh, relationship with one guy because we had to go. We had a baby and we get a call from the babysitter. Like, yeah, the baby's like kind of like freaking out and we had to leave. And as we're leaving, the guy starts heckling us. Like, he takes a moment. Stage? Yeah. He's oh. it's in the show, and he takes a moment to kind of say, like, oh, sorry it's so late for you guys. <laughs> and oh. then his name is Kieran. Oh. And he's the same. <laughs> wow. Fucker. Kieran, you're on blast. He's, this is it. it he's like, so, doxing hawk, him. He's, hawk, he's hawking his shit CDs in front of like, you know, after everything's done. And he's got like his own music that he's recorded and yeah. like people can come out and buy his discs. I'm like, let, let me put my poems in. Get fucked. So here's the thing. I actually won't establish eye contact with him while he's on stage. Yeah. And I did this just purely out of spite for like four years. Yeah. Because after that heckle, I'm like,
0: nope, wait, you don't get so this, this guy's in multiple productions at Stage West. He was, he was there
1: every year. So Stage West was yeah. more where they had like the sort of key guys come through and do their show, like their showcase kind of yeah. thing. He was like, this is more so just dinner theater, like it's all yeah. just '60s now. Yeah. And like the Buddy Got Holly it. story yeah. and stuff. Right, so right, right. He's one okay. of the performers who thought he was hot <laughs> shit and I could never he, I fucking hate like that. Guy. So Laura said to me one time, she's yeah. like, Look, if I if you and I ever split up and I want to get revenge on you, I'm fucking that guy. I'm going to find Kieran and I'm going to suck his balls. I'm going to take the shaft. I'm doing all oh of it. My God. I was like, this is the best revenge. This is why that's I fucking a, love you so much. That's amazing. It's a, revenge. It's a fantastic.
0: Can someone thing. go upstairs and get Laura to confirm on Mike <laughs> that she's going to suck his balls? Oh, well, I mean, that was maybe pillow <laughs> no. talk, uh, but she was very specific about how like, angry she would be. And I'm it. like, all right, I'm taking this like seriously. That's, yeah. too. So she's a cool, she's a cool yeah. chick. Yeah. So moving on, uh, on. yeah. So moving on. So I I mean, I I don't know how how many of the specific plot points are are worth mentioning, except for there are a few notable uh, uh, things that that happen. Uh, One was like you were saying that when the women finally arrive, uh, and I realize I'm skipping ahead here, but when the women finally arrive at the party, yeah, the sister goes hog wild and become and has gets gangbanged by. What, like half a dozen Japanese businesses? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, and 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 like, like she was waiting for this moment for all her life, yeah. like Oof. it was in the air tonight. She's she's standing at the doorway, and it's well, that's the penises
1: on her back, like <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no the original yeah. book, so- hockey film. Go ahead, yeah, she was waiting for it, she was no. waiting for it, no. and and I, I would like to point out that we yeah. collectively. Uh, anticipated that there would definitely be a a, a Japan World War II joke when the when the businessmen were on screen because this is also hilarious yeah to laugh about the only nation that has had a nuclear bomb dropped on it so (laughs) oh what a feeling like <laughs> oh America, Toyota, like, just like let America through the 80s was like oh, yeah I think yeah. it was it's this residual threatened sense of like we're we're losing dominance in the car market yeah and what can we do let Let's us do humiliate these yeah. people further sure as <laughs> jokes in sex comedies yeah. like uh uh also in uh what's the 16 candles remember that that oh yeah. long duck dong like yeah humiliating and i'm sure that yeah. actor oh revenge is, of the nerds too oh for revenge sure of yeah. The nerds. yeah i'm sure these guys are just just souls just crushed every time they had to take one of those oh, parts oh you yeah know? it's
1: just like revenge of the nerds i'm like oh i, I always remember my pair beats your frush. Oh, and i'm like oh like again it just oh yeah. now you make it cringe but at the time i'm like
0: he yeah. can't say l's yeah yeah and 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 so like well, I'll, I'll come. I'll come back to this idea about yeah. The, yeah. The, some of these ideas soon. But so in the so that's one of the big things in the film. Also, there is the arrival of uh, a, a donkey. Cool. Oh yes. Oh, at, at so, the party. So where does this
1: idea of like women having sex with like I mean, this, this is horrifying. Like, yeah. How does this become yeah. a thing
0: in sort of um, like um, bachelor culture? What is it doing in my Tom Hanks movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it feels like it's going to get dark. Like they're yes. going to watch this woman have sex with a donkey. That's what everybody is there. And like the band is into attention. it. Yeah, like yeah. Everybody, everybody, men and women are like just waiting. Like, yeah. it's like, it's like a, it's like a cutscene from Requiem for a Dream, right? Like they are waiting, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: they're waiting for, for the lady to go yeah. ass to ass <laughs> uh, with, yes, oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, we've been on that for a while. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say, did you write that one down earlier? And just like, okay, make sure you deliver that. It's in it. okay, my notes. Ask, ask. <laughs> um, but yeah, and 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 then I can't remember. Oh, yeah, the then the the donkey uh dies. Well, uh, it takes because- drugs. Because they have not. We been haven't even talked the about team. the drug
1: friend yet.
0: Because yeah, there's a yeah. whole thing about like we oh. have a yeah, the drug friend. Like he's yeah, a huge one component. Of the possi- he's
1: suicidal. He's yeah. like insane. I thought he's kind of like a poor man's Bob Goldthwait meets like Robin Williams or something. Like yeah, or, not, or, or he's the Galifianakis is kind of how we put it. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. So so their sad drugged out friend. Yeah. Um, is is a, a constant refrain to the movie and we all assume that this guy must have been someone in the 80s like because it feels like the future yeah, role like for a stand-up com- comedian totally that and yet we can find nothing about him online no. like he has very few credits and i don't know i mean maybe maybe if somebody's got a, a whole host of recordings of evening at the improv like he'll show up somewhere there <laughs> i i don't know because we're all like I get I guess he's he's funny. Like he's definitely like a yeah. featured comedic player. Yeah.
1: and like it's like he had a bit or something that worked really well sometime. Like you're saying yeah. at, at a comedy yeah. festival, and they're like, Well, we're gonna put that guy in because he's fucking hilarious. And then he gets there and you're just kind of like, uh, What do we do with him now? Yeah, now yeah. now we've signed this guy. Like well, let's make it really a awkward. way to get him
0: Yeah, and although maybe this is also a trope in the movies that I don't really remember where there's like the sad person and it's funny because they're sad while everybody else is having so much fun. Well, isn't that yeah. an
1: animal house too? Like there's a couple guys who are just a bit lame and, What's his name It's Badger, not Badger. It's I a, don't remember. Oh,
0: anyway, I can't remember. There but is
1: one guy who's just kind of a lame o loser, but it's not in the same kind of like. It's not the same vein. It's
0: kind of like, oh, that guy's so bad. This guy is like openly and and actively trying to kill himself through most of this. Yeah, yeah, that is one that one of the jokes I always remember. Yeah, is is the the joke with the electric razor? So yeah. he tries to slit his wrist with an electric right. razor. Yeah, and Tom Hanks says, "Well, at least your wrist is smooth and kissable now." <laughs> yeah. And I don't know why that stuck in my brain as these random <laughs> things do but just like you with the uh the, the egg beater chris yeah that, that's something that's stuck yeah. with me for whatever reason I, I seem to recall that one of my sisters and i always used to quote that joke to each other and i don't know why so this is definitely <laughs> a movie that like many people like probably my entire family has seen. probably not my mom she didn't always sit down for movie <laughs> nights but she definitely my dad like and, and my stuff sisters. like that yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> just especially a body horror you know, film. Yeah. yeah. my mom was a big cronenberg fan yes yeah, yeah that's yeah the rest of us are like mom let's watch revenge of the nerds and she's like no scanners is on no kidding <laughs> i want to want to watch some clive barker come check out this uh, Hellraiser. i'm deep into a racer head like just, if if the movie doesn't have the exploding head of louis del grande it's not worth watching
1: Oh God, Louis Del Grande! Thank you. I was talking about seeing things in an episode. Yes, that long yes. Ago.
0: There we go. Yeah. And uh, God, that's a great shot. Oh, uh, yeah. This is kind of there. who I look like now. Is uh, Louis Del Grande? <laughs> yeah, but, but can you bald see and mustachioed? Maybe oh. I could. Maybe I can convince somebody to do a, a, a new <laughs> version <laughs> of seeing things. <laughs> the public demands it. There is an outcry because that, that has been overlooked. An outcry. We need- Have you dug this
1: low into the IP pool that you're just, gonna, you know what's crazy? Dust this off. <laughs> just trying to get the script. It's the oh, Indiana it's, Jones. It's like skin. one of the symbiotes from Spawn <laughs> yeah. like just trying to smother you as it crawls out of the recess. Definitely. One day,
0: one day I'm going to get a call from like an old out-of-touch CBC producer who's like, kid, you remind me. <laughs> kid! yeah yeah, because right? for sure. yeah. yeah, yeah, i'm 47 but to him i'm Kim, because he's about 97 yeah well, you like sure. listen you listen got something <laughs> i'm i'm the guy who put the e in eng it was only ng and i added the e <laughs> yeah that was me that was right me there. right there i was uh, the guy yeah. who discovered the king of kingston oh, that was al waxman <laughs> Al Waxman hey. was a mere now? baron. He was no king. I made him king.
1: <laughs> so you've just gone into like a Jackie Rogers Jr. kind of like a, give me a C about C like an SCTV
0: kind of punch up. I love it. It's, yeah. yeah. So this guy's gonna right. find me and be like, Yeah, yeah, you kid, you yeah. got the Del Grande stuff.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: Good. I don't know. <laughs> Is Louis Del Grande still alive? I don't know. I I think he had a pretty good career. Oh, did you not true. see that? His, <laughs> his head tragically exploded. Did that have like a crossover with
1: King of Kensington, or like I think they a, did?
0: Seeing yeah. Kensington, and, and they did a, a three-way with uh, Manimal. It was uh, oh. it was a hell of a match. Oh, I love
1: that sequence where his hand would pulse yeah, <laughs> as he's starting to form a claw, <laughs> so bad. All well, right. anyway.
0: I tell you, look. I am on the road to Canadian fame. Uh, this <laughs> fall, I'm going to be starring in a remount of. Uh, seeing things, uh, the musical, nice. yeah. <laughs> at Stage West. <laughs> <laughs> for the is Kieran going to yeah. be there. Kieran, no, I'll fuck him up. Kieran is our musical director, oh and uh, it's going to be me and. Um, uh, uh, the, uh, Louis Del Grande, uh, but not in per- person because we yeah, couldn't afford him, just, so his head. In, just as a <laughs> puppet version, <laughs> this know, just what's yeah. remained of his head.
1: This is yeah. Gui Del Grande,
0: I play his long lost brother, so he has psychic oh. <laughs> visions. Um, but I, you have psychic am, hearing, <laughs> yeah, you can hear
1: the future. <laughs> You don't know what to do with it when you hear it, but it just doesn't piece <laughs> together. This
0: musical is writing itself. Sound? <laughs> it's it's not a, sounds like a bomb, but that's, how awful! <laughs> yeah, so like I, so I things. can also sense <laughs> the future, but I, but I have a terrible memory, so it doesn't do me any good. <laughs> yeah, so I'll be like, oh, that sounds like a plot to assassinate the prime minister, <laughs> and then and then the Louis Del Grande hologram says to me, "Well, like, did you say?" An assassination plot, and I was like, "What, what, what? are you talking about? You want to assassinate? Like, Prime Wonder <laughs> Twin <laughs>
1: Power together, then they can see and hear the future. Ooh, Ooh sort of a like Corsican
0: brothers style. Nice, there it is. Yeah, Corsican. Brothers. Oh, fuck, that's hilarious. Okay, that's, that's a lot of. Like, oh okay, yeah, wrap us up here. Okay, up here. We okay. okay, okay so we've yeah. got we've got a donkey, oh, a dead yep. donkey, yep. Uh, the, yep. the, the the horny so businessman uh yeah. prostitutes do arrive from two two corners right i think they yeah. get prostitutes yeah. both the, from the east the, indian
1: pimp and then from the east the indian pimp and,
0: pimp and the black pimp so uh, yeah. i have one
1: question about this though when they yeah. don't get the original prostitutes to come yeah why doesn't he go back to the original pimp and get his money back or say hey what the heck happened like he tries he to find him no he doesn't but he, he immediately on goes on to another pimp and then that guy smashes the glass with his head to tell him make sure you're back in 45 minutes <laughs> Or this guy's gonna smash glass in your hotel room and you have to pay that damage deposit? Like he's gonna be really tough. He just smashes glass.
0: Oh there is uh, there is the big bruiser yeah, guy yeah, who's yeah. out there. Milt. 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 Yeah. <laughs> still but t- I mean, if if you don't know why they went back, Chris, and I will I will be accepting no follow-up questions. But you don't argue with a pimp. Yeah. Is what I'm here to tell you. You don't. You and don't. that is a hard one experience. That okay. is we were on the streets, Ross and I.
1: And we know. Well, you're part of a stable of hose, and so we, we learn, we're a stable of hose. You learn quickly. You don't talk <laughs> back. You don't ask questions. For those those uh, Johns that
0: really enjoyed uh, Louis Del Gray, is it? <laughs> del De <Ronde>. De Grande, <laughs> del Grande, lookalike kind of no, guy. Yes, the Liberty. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but yes, Are you for lost things like just bringing that one home. Look okay. at it. And for me, for <laughs> I, me think I think your future is going to be yeah. full of like. My pearl necklace
0: on your forehead. (laughs) I'm feeling things. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we couldn't get Louis Del Grande. So yes, for legal purposes, it is Louis Del Gray. Louis Del Gray. Yeah, just in case we don't get this Oh, like a a, a pudgy John Travolta, I think. Uh, Yeah, I mean, well, we couldn't afford (laughs) Travolta, Travolta, so we just hired uh, Michael Ironside (laughs) to play Louis Del Grande. (laughs) (laughs) In a role reversal he blew his own head off <laughs> no, yeah stay down head we're, <laughs> we're keep we're keeping it all scanners uh beautiful i gotta th- i watched scanners recently Hold up oh. pretty cool hey i do want to oh, see it cool. again, it's kind yeah. of like uh x-men before x-men you know oh. but like with body hmm. horror instead sure. it's, yeah. it's kind of interesting i'm like somebody can make a cool uh tv series oh well, which i think Firestar. they tried to in like the 80s they needed to yeah yeah Anyway. Okay, so oh, yeah. parties let's parties and Let's soup. just sew this baby up. Yeah, we got right. right. really it. this hag is we gotta this book, man. We gotta do so, this, yeah. so so and then of course Cole comes to the party to try to to, to ruin Rick several times oh, over. He tries to buy him off with him. a car, oh, and then eventually off. just murder him. Yeah, Straight with a crossbow.
1: Holy yeah. shit. So he comes in his camo in California, walking <laughs> down the street like you're the most reversed hidden person in this whole <laughs> Fucking oh sack, like anyway. Oh. So you're you're totally right. Like, where does he go from like kind of convince? Yeah. Suddenly murder's okay. And again, everyone sort of takes his murder attempts really well. Yeah, like they don't like there's like five of them, they could have easily killed him or beat him up or done something to him, but they hang yeah. him out the window. And the sheer trauma of him showing his butt, yeah, uh, as these people see him, and then falling through the car. Sunroof, and then both kissing his butt, yeah, has yeah. him screaming and traumatized, and suddenly now he is completely immobilized.
0: He's, is a... t- t- he's done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Does he make further? Oh, yes, he does. He does appear further in the movie because well, he takes her away. He takes her away, kidnaps her. <gasps> oh, there's that. Yeah. There's a whole chase. Yeah. So so everybody's there's reunited at the party. Oh yeah, they're Debbie, watching. Debbie realizes he that Rick has been virtuous after. the whole time, and now what's here? This is interesting because. There seems to be a plot afoot to get Rick laid because everybody seems yes. to be taking turns right. with the prostitutes, oh, as you yeah. do at, oh, at a bachelor yeah. party. Yeah, and uh, and then there's like a, a an ex high school girlfriend of yeah. Rick's uh, that he apparently Tracy. never yeah. got over. Yeah, so Tracy and, <laughs> and I actually think now, like for what is a, a rowdy sex comedy, I think this is the only full frontal nudity in the film am i wrong about that yes uh, well, besides like, the there besides, might be some incidental yeah. besides the nudity. Porn tapes like when
1: they watch the original sort of films oh, right yeah. like adrian's bed brings through those girls are there's full front you're right okay. but to your so point is there's not, just lots of boobs it's yeah. not really but she's
0: definitely the featured boobs of the yeah, film no. which like you know again i'm sure at the age of like definitely too young to watch yeah. this movie i'm sure it was like burned into my pre-teen brain yeah forever um and uh, that was certainly a feature of of, of these movies uh, was was the the cheap titillation of casual nudity, uh, yeah. which was clearly a selling point. Uh, <laughs> uh, but weirdly, I, I'm I'm not sure since the Hangover, yeah. uh, I'm not sure anything like does that exist even in comedies anymore. I feel like casual nudity, oh. maybe the American Pie movies are sort of like the yeah. last. Yeah, definitely the American Pie, but they didn't. It was yeah, it was just boobs in that. I think yeah. But it's, like, n- there's not, like, oh I'm not shoot. saying well, there should be. Let's think I'm about just the internet at this point. Interesting. And like, yeah. Oh, you yeah. want to
1: access that's boobs, right. like, it's not really, like, that sort of, uh, you know, forbidden fruit anymore. To no, that's true. Mildly.
0: That's true. This this is maybe for the parenting section, for sure. But, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, for sure. Of course, you know, so everybody ends up having a good time, except for yes. Cole and, yep. and yeah. Debbie's dad. And uh, oh, gets... oh, we didn't even talk about the Chippendale scene, oh, which was Jesus. the um, Nick the, 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 Nick the dick, Nick yeah. the dick, right? There's a whole yeah. long scene about this guy putting his wiener in a hot dog hot bun, bun. <laughs> which gets so, tugged on really forcefully by Debbie's really force, yeah, and, and really and and relentlessly like yeah. she, she wants that dog, even when <laughs> yeah, she knows she, so she, she says, it. Is
1: that the foot And he's like, and then so. and then so.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and even no, even when she realizes it's a, it's a, it's a
1: dog. She still keeps tugging on that. Well, thing. then her daughter, Tony Katane, gets up and helps her. Yeah. Like, there's actually a scene where they're both kind of giving this they're, poor guy the, yeah. the gears. I think
0: yeah. it's going kind to of pop that sucker off. And
1: he's so bored during yeah. that scene. So was he, he was not a professional actor, I don't think. Like, he probably was an actual Chippendales guy who oh, got slotted been. into this. Yeah. Because he, he of, just of his he had, penis. like, that
0: blase exactly like <laughs> you described. He's like, hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was a typical Thursday for me. No, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And and so, I mean, these are all the hijinks that ensue. uh, But Rick stays true the whole time. He does not sleep with anyone. Yeah. He and Debbie. Uh, reconcile from both their suspicions and their yeah. doubts. How quick is that turnaround?
1: Oh my god! How quick is that turnaround? She's like, wedding's she's off. Like, it's yeah. done.
0: Hey, I hate you. You cheated on me. And he's like, Hey, everybody, did I cheat on her? And everybody's like, No. And she's like, Oh, fantastic. Okay,
1: I'm back. But well, like, that's it. <laughs> so, <in> a room <laughs> party goers. Like, who do you yeah, trust? Yeah. yeah, really. Like these guys are just sitting sort of
0: down to like you know have a yeah. good time. They're not going to ruin the party this way. <laughs> but maybe that that's good. You know, she's just not a naturally suspicious person. Hmm this was foisted upon her by her her friends and her sister and her mom yeah yes and she's like no I know his true heart and you know what folks she did she did she did
1: there's a there's a scene just as he's about to send Debbie off to her shower yeah and you can see in Tom Hanks face he's you know about to close he's about to close the door on the bus and it stops and you can kind of see him and it's like he kind of knows that this, there's going to be a challenge coming up to him throughout yes. the course of this. Like, yes, he's zany. Yes, he's wacky. But it's almost like that's their one. It's an interesting shining moment where you see him moral and he's like, hmm, "Hmm, I'm going to be confronted with something and I need to make a choice about what I'm going to do here.
0: And- that's true. He goes along with everything that's happening because he doesn't yes. want to be a spoil sport. But you can tell he's not really into any of no. these no. plants. He, he actually does drink. He doesn't drink. He doesn't do any of the drugs. He's he's managing the suicidal guy. He's managing his friends, even yeah. though he's in the hijinks and stuff like that. He's yeah. like hey, he's a little bit pranks, around. but he's not about like you know yeah, kind of bad the habits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he does help throw Cole out the window. Well, he was almost murdered twice. He was Cole. almost murdered, so he's <laughs> definitely proportionately
1: like Proportionally, coming. not that bad. It really, you know, no, yeah, I, that's okay. That's fair. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, so. Cole, cole freaks out right so yeah. he's he's all torn up he's freaking out he's um decides to take debbie hostage then what happens
0: yeah so then then uh he's off and and driving away uh with uh debbie in tow and yeah. uh and then there's a, a high speed chase where uh rick uh gets in his bus and uh zooms after them and they end up uh, at a at a multiplex yeah. uh which uh hilariously reminded me of uh the cineplex that we grew up with in st albert oh stream yeah. <laughs> yeah which were the tiniest movies uh yeah. the theaters were, were tiny i can remember one of them had a oh, screen no bigger than what would be an average uh like large screen oh easy uh, tv now and yeah. it was projected from the side like it wasn't yes. even it, 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 just the like, keystoned to make it like fit. Yeah, yeah. I like. I'm God. sure. Like a tiny, a tiny prism and yeah. uh, and a light right and yeah. that is how that movie was screened. Um, it's always moist in those theaters. They also this could, apparently was not a unique phenomenon to St. Albert because one of the jokes in the movie is that that one of the theaters is like a broom closet, like a yeah. janitor's. Closet, yeah, and it's a one which, guy watching the film, right? Yeah, which yeah. made me laugh because I was like, oh shit, I don't remember that this was the reputation of of the cineplex because now you know all our movie plexes are enormous yeah and you and feel super slightly super. disappointed yeah. if you're not in a coliseum sized theater <laughs> you know like it's still enormous with like the full dolby yeah uh sound and everything and you're like ah, oh, but my seat doesn't rumble or whatever bullshit <laughs> they try to <and laughs> sell you on mine <laughs> is reclining 180 degrees i don't have some you know servant oh i know like, yeah. when you order movie. a
1: food and they bring it to you yeah. in a film you're like oh god yeah. our our like spoiliness has changed oh, eh? like yeah just the Absolutely. things you should take for granted i agree yeah
0: and so then the movie culminates with a a, a, a fight that mimics the 3d What's movie that's happening on the screen, hey, on right, the right. screen and uh, uh audiences applaud yeah. the verisimilitude <laughs> of, the, of uh, what happens in front of them and i don't know if they thought it was the movie or just performance art well, or what it was. but well, the one lady uh, guy—they lunched in the chop. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. She was yeah, that she's was mocking funny. the 3D. Yeah. She's like, yeah. nah. It's okay. She gets it in the face. She's like, oh, yeah, it is good. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, then the big finale there where Drug Boy uh, yeah. pounds through the side of the theater and his oh, butt yeah. smashes it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's right. No problem.
0: consequences. <laughs> <laughs> and then fast forward to wedding day. Yeah. yeah.
1: And What happens trailer. to Cole? Like they smash through.
0: Oh. He gets it back yeah
1: well, it's never really held to account or there's no sort of reckoning for him he just yeah he's probably hiding in the
0: bush at that yeah. wedding waiting to like leap across. <laughs> his rick well there's a deleted scene where the indian pimp beats him to death it's really dark mm. but uh appropriate is yeah that yeah. just like holds him, <laughs> it is smashing his milk smashes into a window he can't punch with his
1: hand yeah. he can punch with his head
0: he just like holds him up over his head and tears him in two like a loaf of bread yeah, and viscera spills out. <laughs> this is only on the Blu-ray, folks. But uh, that's right. it's, it's a, right, the video disc. Version. It's on the video disc. <laughs> uh, it's on the video disc. Absolutely. You gotta you gotta turn it over to side B to see that. Note-tale. No, well, no, it's, it's on side C. Okay. figure that one out. <laughs> Just reaching into Narnia, <laughs> pour it back through, and it's some David Cronenberg videodrome stuff that reaches out to you from the screen. Oh, Jesus. Okay, okay, so there is was a great brief card. rundown. Of, <laughs> now, if oh, anybody sorry. was able to actually follow the story of the movie from our description, bravo okay. to you. <laughs> Someone set a fire in your car because it
1: took too long and I got bored. <laughs> Money, please.
0: Hey, she, she hit us with another hey. uh, commercial. Yep. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, one brew over the cuckoo's nest.
1: Oh, ah, which
0: is a, an organic fair trade coffee, uh, <laughs> which is done in a pour over style, where it's poured over and strained by actual locally sourced birds nests uh, that give you a unique brew. So you can ratchet up your coffee game, Chief. Nice. At one brew over the <laughs> cookies nest. I was thinking you could use
1: like um, hospital screens like for the windows and just use that to port strain (laughs) some of the
0: the coffee shop is set on the grounds of a former asylum
1: we started talking about mel brooks the other day we were we did a a young frankenstein Mm. and you know one of the things you started notice about that is some of those comedy the way that they're sort of structured and set there's mm. these vignettes that kind of come together rather right? like can yeah. sort of center around funny moments. And I think the mule, for example, that that donkey must've been such a cornerstone to where that script is going yes. because they invent that, that moose that's running around the lobby just so that there's a reason that the donkey can get in. Like it's right. so essential yeah. to making that prank work. Yeah. That you'll do anything to make it happen. And I feel like,
0: yeah, um, it this, is one of the main yeah, pieces. of the It is. Stuff. Absolutely. But that's the tight writing of Bob and Neil Israel. You see, directed yeah. by Neil Israel as well. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of great. Gags, who does? But- who now does like kids television? Oh yeah i looked up i looked them up donkeys okay oh like tons of disney stuff family channel can you still use that animatronic donkey
1: that was snorting the cocaine like because that puppet could probably come back into play i don't know if that was
0: a puppet (laughs) (laughs) this (laughs) is before a lot of yeah there was no disclaimer at the end of the movie about (laughs) animals not being harmed so So well just those party party animals right huh Yeah. yeah yeah okay let's let's do a rapid fire cuz cuz we're we're going long here a rapid fire takeaway or well long i'm sure yeah, yeah a rapid fire takeaway Ross, take us take us start us off here what's what's okay. uh, what's the takeaway? Uh, take takeaway i, I it, it's interesting to me that like this is an era of um, films where again i think we just devoured whatever was available and popular at the yeah. video store my yeah. parents had no boundaries uh, uh, around what i could and couldn't rent i don't remember them ever uh, stopping me from taking something i can remember one of the first times going to the video store where i rented purple rain and excalibur <laughs> those are not kids movies even no. remotely like there's incest and woman beating The no, Uh and purple well there's there's uh spousal abuse and you know for sure um, yeah, yeah, yeah like sure. and, and it's just anyway so like it's interesting to me that that was wholly acceptable. So this is sort yeah. of what I was saying about when you know that there was massive adult audiences for what I presume was an R-rated comedy at the time. Yeah. Um, uh, of, of people uh, loving these jokes uh, that were like outrageously and unapologetically misogynistic, yeah. racist. Uh, All of the above all the all the is like yeah. stuff yeah. that as a, a, a conscious progressive minded person uh, as an adult now that I you know you, you just you can't help but cringe yeah but this is a little bit where I, the story I wanted to share with you guys hmm. when I was uh a youngin, I remember uh, not very young not like uh 18 19 I, uh, being in the lobby for an audition yeah and uh Louis one Doug of the Rundle guys walks in. yeah Ludwig Del Grande says and is a person Louis Del Grey like one day you're gonna lose your hair and grow a mustache, kid. No kidding. <laughs> fuck you. And man. you got the juice and shows you a picture and it's like looking in a mirror when <laughs> he was 18. Oh right. right. Or like the Dorian Gray, like just
1: <laughs>
0: fuck. God damn it. <laughs> so I remember it from the future. <laughs> is he is he from the am I his future or is he my past? does that make sense yeah. it doesn't it's a looper thing anyway it's a looper thing del grande is gonna <laughs> shoot me in the chest as i appear on a sound stage at cbc oh, Toronto full of silver anyway okay so somehow i younger version he i appear in his past okay anyway so uh uh what was i gonna talk about oh okay the um the the story i remember as a teenager hearing the story from from a guy i was auditioning uh for a show with who told me about being a a klondike days uh (laughs) once when he was a kid in the early 80s and wanting to get on the bumper cars and one of the things about klondike days people may not remember is that um uh, which is uh, again for anyone who didn't grow up in Edmonton it's like a like a big summer uh, festival yeah. slash amusement Rides park and thing and that would happen. Yeah, a yeah, Edmonton
1: version of uh, Calgary Stampede.
0: Yeah, yes. and there was and there was always like celebrity guests who would mm-hmm. do like autograph sessions and things like that. Jamie so far, <laughs> you're definitely <laughs> star of many a stage west. Production. Well, exactly. Um, yeah. actually, I, I remember because my grandma had the glasses. They had these gold embossed glasses with the the faces of the celebrities who came right yeah, yeah that's mementos oh. uh you're like oh father mckay um <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> la, la. Yeah, Ooh, this like is it. a collector's item <laughs> the radar yeah <laughs> no, rad- radars were a diamond dozen if you yes. had the father mckay you that's were true. making a fortune on ebay or- i actually met elliot gould at
1: stage west keep going anyway did you i did yeah. i, I kind of remember this now
0: yeah i love elliot gould. gould he
1: bought makeup for me at uh, the body shop Ah, and he was okay. just like I'm looking for something like a little bit more natural because the stuff I have to use for Stage West is, it's wrecking ah. my skin I was like oh my god I'm going to pee because I remember you from yeah. uh, The Devil and Max Devlin with uh, Bill Cosby oh, yeah.
0: uh, if you want a great uh, uh, Elliot oh, Gould throwback go, go find uh, uh, a stream of The Long Goodbye great movie okay, um, cool. yeah uh, <laughs> sort of like you know detective movie filtered through the Robert Altman thing of the 70s it's uh, terrific yeah. Hmm. uh sterling hayden also terrific in that movie i'm mildly obsessed with sterling Hayden. um anyway (laughs) folks we digress it's like (laughs) it's like an endless stream of imdb credits just (laughs) coming into your ear holes just non-stop um
1: so the story goes this
0: kid this guy as a young fella at klondike days wants to go on the bumper cars or some such ride yeah i'm pretty sure it was bumper cars uh, but he was too small. He was he was too small, and he wasn't there with his parents for whatever reason. I don't know. They're off getting condi- cotton candy or like working the slot machines or something. Sure. And so he's like, "Oh, what do I do?" And this guy comes up to him and he goes, "Hey, kid, I'll take a, I'll take a ride on the bumper cars with you." And he's like, "Really, fine, gentleman, you will do this <laughs> for me?" Oh no! And he looks up, and this is no other than Eric Estrada. Now <gasps> what? Now I wish I wish this was my story. Coolest day in the world. If this guy is out there listening to this and 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 he remembers this story, please let me know. I think uh, his name was Todd. Yeah. So Todd, if you're out there, this story I've told a billion times because I think it's hilarious. So yeah, Eric Estrada, (laughs) yeah, Ponch, the hottest cop on TV, aside from Adrian Zemed on TJ Hooker. (laughs) Is or TJ Hooker himself. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not T.J. Hooker, but T.J. Hooker's hairpiece right. <laughs> um, is the hottest cop on television. Really? Um, so gets on the bumper cars with kids. And of course, like the women all around the park are like transfixed oh. because oh, Eric Estrada yeah. was a huge celebrity, huge You would have had sex to symbol. mop
1: the grounds like it would have just Spirit. been sick. Yeah.
0: His, <laughs> yeah. his yeah. hair, not, not a hair out of place. No. Not even no. affected by the wind. Jesus. No, I mean, it was a sunny day. But there was no dry ground anywhere. Yeah. No, so, no. So he gets on the bumper cars. I and have, Strata, have a business for this later,
1: by the way. This year, Signs of the Mams. We'll go into it. <laughs>
0: anyway. Okay. So, so he's just dumbfounded because, you know, any self-respecting <laughs> a, a child at the time also knows who Ponch is. Yo, and yo. so he's riding around. And, and Eric Estrada is just, like, smiling and waving. And he nudges this kid. Like, elementary school age kid. And he's like, hey, hey, kid see that lady in the red and he looks over and he's like yeah he's like nice tits right <laughs> <laughs> to a child fantastic so to
1: me when well, i todd, about, how did todd respond to that little prompt you oh, kinda, gotta todd, go with it right todd todd's,
0: this, todd's response at least in his own mind was the best he's like fucking ponch is an asshole <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and there ended the lesson like that's <laughs> he unbuckles and just steps
0: out of the bumper car i'm done i'm done right. yeah, here yeah because yeah. as <laughs> is always the way the younger generation sees the folly of the of the generation that has preceded them and they're like oh you guys are dicks yeah. we're not going to do that and then eventually they will sell out and yeah. and make things terrible um the same experience their, happened for, to Eric Estrada from like uh, Henry Winkler, like, <laughs> just
1: wands his way on to something no like a hey kid. Hey, hey! hey. <laughs> hey. Nice so, hands, huh? <laughs> so this is you nice. want to sit on
0: it? No, literally. Hey, hey. Oh god! Oh my god! That's hilarious. So this is what I think of when I think yeah. of like that the general attitudes yeah. of adults. In regards to lessons they are both consciously and unconsciously teaching kids in this mm. era. There's a lot of permissiveness. I think, yeah. but, but the biggest thing, and I'm thinking from my perspective as a kid lens, um, when I watched it, I think I got enamored with all the pranks. Yeah. And things like that, I thought, like, oh, man, yeah. that's how it's done. That's how, yeah, you know, that's camaraderie. That's when, like, all the buddies get together. We're, mm-hmm. we're doing all these pranks and things like that. And, oh, man, yeah, how come I'm not pranks. doing those kind of pranks in my, how come I'm not, not sticking my, my dick through a shower hole in the lady's shower and stuff like that? Like, how come I don't get to do those pranks? I think it was, like, really, like, oh, I'm missing were, out. Were you a prankster as a teenager not at, really. at any point? More of a jackass. Not a prankster, but no, not really. But I was, um, I watched the prankster. I was, yeah, he was in I, class with me and, and I, I studied it, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, I, uh, I was not like a prankster at all. But just watching that, I think I, I remember a sense of, besides the potato salad thing, I remember a lot of sense of envy of the amount of pranks and stuff that they would do. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Like, I wish, I wish my life was more like full of that. And then now looking at it from an adult lens, I'm like, oh, they're all garbage. Like, that's what an yeah. awful thing to do yeah. to someone. <laughs> like, it seems yeah. it seems tiresome, yeah. like everything yeah. they do, but you're right. I think yeah. we're meant to look at all these guys and go like, yeah, man, yeah. The people, these guys know how to let loose. Yeah. Fancy pre- I loose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Well, that's exactly yeah. so. Yeah. What about you, Chris? Oh, um, so it's just, it's how much some of this stuff really stuck. Like, yeah. I mean, it was really subtle. I haven't watched this movie probably since I, you know, certainly younger than like 17, 18. Like it was not, there was a period we probably watched it lots to your point, Ross. Yeah. And then we sort of stopped. But there was so much of the little things that could have kept in my mind. Like again, like the egg beaters, like the, and it's it's amazing to your point, like before, about, you know, be mindful of the things that stick. Yeah. So I mean, even like you say, we've got throwaway stuff that you do with your kids all the time. And I know um like as a parent, you just sort of you're in the moment yeah and you could you could, i i mean i know i'm sarcastic with my kids all the time so i'm like hey great sarcastic. job there oh god yeah. well, thanks so much for your help i mean you really you nailed it yeah and i love it. cleaning this stuff there must be a <laughs> moment later on in life where they'll just be like huh why am i doing this to my kids like you, yeah. know, you talk about those waves and
0: reverberations <sighs> of uh, do parenting. they get it like yeah. do you're are your kids old enough <clears throat> to get sarcasm
1: They're, yeah i kind of know like yeah. i'll still do it with scarlet too where she's definitely not catching it
0: she's <laughs> like uh, uh. <laughs> she's a toddler she definitely is not catching sarcasm no okay no uh, no but she understands passive aggressive
1: no she definitely <laughs> that that part has been taught well yeah so um <laughs> i don't know i just like I, I i was surprised at how many things that i still use today for jokes and stuff yeah actually showed up in that movie i was like oh that's where that comes
0: from yeah yeah that's, yeah that's i definitely have movie. that like i was surprised at, uh, about how much of it i remember mm-hmm. um mm. and yet watching it now like i kept Thinking about tr- like what is actually funny like if I strip away the things that make me cringe like mm. where is the humor I was trying to think about how how an audience was reacting in, in the theaters at the time yeah and there are some things like like when like when Cole is trying to to murder them with arrows there's some <laughs> pretty good timing on like the arrows sticking yeah like coming through the window and then sort of nonchalantly taking in the arrow yeah <laughs> you know so there's definitely some stuff that is is just like no matter the era you make it in, like yeah, the, the rhythm of comedy has to work, right? Yeah. Like and and yeah. and it's a bit uh what, what that is is a bit ephemeral. And maybe that does change over the years. I, I certainly think like, you know, there was a time where, you know, that would have seemed rapid fire. But like you guys mentioned about The Simpsons earlier, like that became super rapid fire or oh, yeah. or 30 rock that was just like yeah. a oh, joke God, machine. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and and you could watch it uh you know four times and and catch new jokes every time yeah. but it's not you know that the premium on jokes per minute is no. not the same anymore what people people want something you know what what's like maybe ted lasso is like the most successful comedy right now so like yeah. that you know people want the heart and they want yes. the humor to come it's out of the situation. The for sure. yeah Yeah, yeah. And so it's interesting to watch it shift over the over the years for sure. But I I was like, okay, there there is some like facility here. Like these movies and 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 I do remember thinking uh real genius, uh another Neil Israel joint. Um what what is actually funny and is actually not exploitive in the way that this or police academy are they'll have But I would have to watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just yeah. remember feeling like Real Genius was more sympathetic. <laughs> yeah. This was more just sort of zany and antiquy. Yeah. And then yeah, you think about Peace Academy, yeah. and it was, it, you know, you had a different sense of caring for those characters. Like, yeah. you know, Hightower
0: was important. And yeah. but um, was like, see, though, uh, like, like, like Mahone, I bet if we watched, yeah, like yeah. a lot of the jokes were just like, ha, big stoic black guy. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it, I mean, yeah. you, you at least got to know those guys on more than a single level. Like all yeah. of Tom Hanks' friends, like everyone with the exception of him is yeah. pretty unidimensional. yeah Yeah. um but at least i always thought that there were like you know because you see the characters carry on in the police academy movies like they never made a bachelor party
0: too because oh they did oh Oh, they did they did yeah yeah Yeah. and it's it's got i don't know who's recurring we'll have to go investigate i don't don't think there was i mean because it was made in like 2008 or something something like that that. like clearly an attempt to revive the franchise yeah tom hanks had to make like that
1: uh, payment to Rita Wilson for, uh <laughs> yeah. acts undisclosed yeah um so, it's, yeah
0: but uh, but uh, like I, I think that's good introspection Ross again and and uh and I think that's a that's an interesting takeaway that you got from that film I think that that was um something that 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 probably scratched a, a, a very you know singular dimensional film and probably gave it a lot more impact than they thought they were going to do in that time. I think that was something yeah, that you I crafted mean, quite well. Yeah, you really you brought
1: know? an interesting choice into the you repertoire did. Too, you did. this wasn't something that was really on our radar.
0: So. Absolutely. But I'm wondering, sorry, I'm wondering if you yeah. can do something for us, for me. Greg. Yes. Of yeah, course. please. Go get your fucking shine box. Oh, This has been Get Your Shine Box with Chris Hamm and Tristan Hamm. Intro and outro music by Ross Smith. Tune in for more episodes as we discuss movies we watch and stuff we did as dad.